0: the gym. Mold stomping grounds. (laughs) Hank Patterson, fly fishing guide. Riley Smith, tight end. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, you wouldn't happen to be the kicker.
1: No, tight end. Again, thank you. I'm looking for a kicker for Lithia Ford's fall kickoff sale, but you're not the kicker. No. Yeah, the kicker's probably taller,
2: and a lot better shape. So, okay. What uh, position do you play? Tight end. Squats. Yeah, try it sometime.
3: may be retired, but I still have finances to manage. With direct deposit and automatic payments, ICCU makes it easy to spend less time banking and more time baking.
1: Rowpaint.com,
0: the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics, is going all-in this season with an all-star lineup. First up, he led the Broncos to three conference championships and ten 20-win seasons. It's coach Leon Price. Next, he's the founder and CEO of RowPaint.com. He
1: played a little basketball in high school on
0: the driveway with his mom. It's Andy Rowe.
1: Oh, no want to just paint, paint my house out? Out? now that i can do
3: when i want boise state to win i trust coach rice to lead the broncos to victory
1: and when i want the best painting and garage floor coating i trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right This is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Canned Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, B.J. Reigns with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live.
0: Hey, how we doing? Good morning, Boise State fans. Welcome on in to Bronco Nation News Live here at bronconationnews.com. Thursday edition for you. Got a great show planned. We're going to uh, talk about uh, George Helani's return with James Montgomery, the running backs coach at Boise State. We'll hear from Kane Ione, the safeties coach as well, talking about uh, that Hail Mary, what went wrong, uh, how he feels about the defense moving forward. So lots of football talk coming up on today's show. Get your thoughts, get your comments in on the ICCU YouTube chat. This is a BVA Thursday. We appreciate BVA Development, Tommy Alquist and company for their sponsorship of the show. We're happy to have them on board, so check them out, bva.com. If you're looking for space, you need a developer, Idaho's developer is BVA. We're going to talk some soccer here right off the bat, though, in just a minute. Coach Jim Thomas of the Boise State women's soccer team is going to join us. Uh, They are uh, playing tonight in their regular season finale, senior night they are uh, trying to clinch a share of the regular season title uh, with the win and uh, a lot of excitement going on with the uh, with the uh, women's soccer program at Boise State. So we might as well uh, bring on our man, Jim Thomas. I know he's got stuff to get to. doesn't have a ton of time. So, uh, Coach Thomas, we appreciate you for joining us here on uh, Bronco Nation News. Uh, good morning. How's it going? Good morning. Apparently
2: by looking at myself, I am a few coffee shorts. So I'm going to be looking <laughs> as we
0: when 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 did you switch the uh you you know I, I used to love the the hairstyle and then you went from, you, you buzzed it off
2: man yeah it was a bad day for me I, I misunderstood the settings on a clipper uh, and <laughs> lost lost the battle with the clipper so we are <laughs> currently returning to our former well, status
0: that was one of your rare bad days you've had. You've had a lot of good days lately. Your team is doing great. You guys have a chance to clinch a share of the uh, title tonight, or you could win it outright, uh, you know, if things go your way. But just uh, what uh, what's the excitement level, uh, waking up on a game day with a chance to uh, win a championship tonight?
2: It's amazing, isn't it? I just hope we get to share it with as many people as we can in the stands tonight. You know, we've got a great opponent that's Honestly, going for a very similar thing. There's a way that they could win a championship. We're all going for a bye as well. So it's going to be a tremendous kind of display of Mountain West soccer. But these are the longest days, BJ. They they seem to tick very, very slowly to get to a kickoff. And and now with seven o'clock kickoffs, it's going to be an even longer day, but we're excited for it.
0: Yeah, 7 o'clock. You've been so excited to use the lights. I don't know about that temperature tonight. Uh, that, that 4 o'clock game might have looked a little better with the temperature tonight, but uh, 7 o'clock, Boa Soccer Complex. You mentioned playing Utah State, who is, uh, I believe, right behind you guys uh, in the standings. They're trying to clinch that bye. Uh, now, you guys just need a tie, though, correct?
2: Correct. Yeah, we're one point ahead of them. We're tied on points for San Diego State, so if both us and San Diego State win, then we definitely get a share of the, the title, and both of us will get the bye at that point. There are two of them. Um, and obviously, if we tie, then we'll get the bye, but we'll have to wait and see what San Diego State do.
0: Okay, so 8-1-1 one and one in the conference. You just have that one lone loss, which was a 1-0 loss to uh, San Diego State. You guys only lost two games uh, all season long. Uh, it's obviously been a heck of a year for you, a lot of individual standouts. But uh, what, what's, been, uh, what's been the biggest reason for the success this year as you're on the verge of a conference championship here?
2: I think the players taking back hold of the program, to be honest with you. We've always been a player-centric program, one that kind of tries to have our identity reflect them and the people in the room. And coming out of COVID, rebuilding the team since 2019, I think that was kind of the final piece of the puzzle um, in, in getting them to really fly. We've had the talent for years. It's just been really getting them to gel and and take hold of this thing for themselves. Uh, players like Carly Cross and Kenzie McMillan have been at the forefront um, of standing on the shoulders of greats like Morgan Stone, Peyton McBride, and uh, Jocelyn Stevens, who will celebrate senior night tonight.
0: Kenzie and Carly both tied for second in the league with nine goals, like you said. Uh what's what's enabled them to, especially Kenzie kind of coming out of nowhere with some of the goals this year, what's yeah. kind of uh enabled them to, to really come near the top of the conference here in terms of goal scoring?
2: Well, putting them close together. I think that's the biggest part. You know, Kenzie's always been a goal scorer. Uh she was just playing on the flank. You know, so you're kind of moved away from the field a little bit, and she was a, an off center playmaker for us. So she will come up with four goals, but she's a little too far away from it to have the kind of impact that she's had this time. And um, to, to get as many goals as she's had without any penalties involved in it is actually pretty impressive, especially for what would be a false nine or a lower playmaker. So, uh, but the connection between the two of them, her and CJ are just so fun to watch, they're electric out there the creativity and the risk-taking that they go about every single day, fearlessness that they play with is is so fun to coach and be a part of.
0: Coach Jim Thomas, our guest, uh, the all-time winningest coach, Boise State soccer. We're going to get to that in a second here. But as we're talking about your players, uh, Genevieve Crenshaw, your goalkeeper, setting the program record, 19 shutouts uh, with the uh, 1-0 win against UNLV on Sunday. Um, How how big has it also been for your success to have a a pretty darn good keeper? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Not very, <laughs> um, you know, it's the the cool thing about this year. I think that's different to last year is that we were really pragmatic last year and, and maybe overly defensive to to get into games and um, not risk taking enough. Um, and birdie becoming we call her birdie Jen, being as talented and as mature and and, and again another player that's taken hold of this team um, and made it her own. Um, has enabled us to take a lot of risks. Um, And a player that goes completely underrated and under-talked about in all of this is Taryn Newkirk, who is basically doing the job of two on her own. Um, And that is a part of that risk-taking that we've kind of endorsed this year. And I don't know how Jen has been able to do what she's done this year. She's like something from the Matrix for me. She makes so many amazing saves. But um, the leadership and and the, the kind of consistency of character that she shows... Has really enabled us to be far more risk taking in front. And that's that's why we're scoring the goals. Uh
0: I I mentioned uh and all right, we talked about your team, and now I'm gonna make you talk about yourself for a little bit here, but we talked about um, you know, setting the record the other night, excuse me, 112 Career wins. You only took you two, three days to pick up number 113 as you keep adding to that list with the win at UNLV. But, uh, you know, we were there. We were able to see. I got the uh, celebration we'll put on the screen here with your uh, teammate, your uh, players, your coaches, your athletic director. Uh, what was that moment like uh, last Thursday, getting a chance to uh, do it, you know, at home as well in front of the
2: home crowd, become the all time winningest coach uh, at Boise State Soccer? Oh, God, I'm just making me shiver now. Just look at look how cold I am. It was so cold and then sticky and then that's Levi coming in there at the end, which was completely unnecessary because I was already (laughs) wet and sticky. That extra one was naughty. Um, It's great. Uh, You know, I think, you know, when you're in my seat, um, it can be lonely at times and to have moments that bring it all back together that you get to share with all of those people in the stands and then you go back to who... Who helped you get there over the last 12 months 24 and then you start looking back over four or five years and then all of a sudden you're on the phone with michaela Bowden, who was a part of the first squad that i ever had in 2013 and i've remained close with people like gabby garcia who were on that squad as well and you're sharing with those guys um and it really is a journey that's you know 11 years old uh it it means you're old when you get a lot of wins you can't get them without being around a long time and um i think in our business staying around a long time is as much an achievement as winning matches and um i've been fortunate enough to work under three athletic directors work with countless coaches um and, and countless support staff that have really told our story tremendously and um, I'm thankful for those guys. Um, you know, I, I say this to the players, I said it to them in the locker room afterwards. Uh, I haven't kicked one ball, made one save, or made one tackle. So it's great that they're atta- you know, they're attributing the, the wins to me. It just means I've been the one that's there the whole time. Um, but the wins are theirs. Uh, and I hope that they all share in that.
0: I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I looked it up in your bio. We actually arrived in Boise about the exact same time. Uh, 2013 was uh, my first season uh, covering BSU for the Idaho Press. Uh, came out in March of 2013. And so uh, we've been a- about here at the-, the right time. So I- I've uh, kind of from afar seen uh, seen this program uh, that you've continued to build become uh, what it is here. We mentioned now that you have the lights, now that you've got, you know, uh, all the things that are coming in this program, what has it been like uh um, you know, and you had a couple of years there at the beginning that weren't great. Not to say you were ever like on the hot seat or anything, but to uh, for for to to you know build it and keep going and get the support of the administration and now turn it into the program you have here uh, with the lights with everything else you're doing. Uh, how 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 do you describe the, the last eleven years? Uh, what you took over and what you've built it into?
2: Yeah, it's not the same, is it? Um, you know, the, the interaction with the community, the people that are in the stands, the facility itself, the quality of the things that we do off the field, the way we serve our players. And from an academic standpoint, from a sports performance standpoint, nutrition standpoint, you name it, the department and the people that have worked with this program um, have really taken it to a completely different level where we do expect to beat Power 5 teams. We feel like we're ready to be in a conference like that and influence nationally. We're, we're good enough. Um, and that's been a journey and anything worth building doesn't come easy you know if it was not fraught with risk and not fraught with potential failure then anybody before us would have done what we did Um, and those lean years are really the kind of pivotal years for me I mean it started so great we get to the tournament final in my first year and everyone thinks that this is going to be you know the path, the gold, and it and it doesn't really work that way. That wasn't even my team. Uh, I didn't I didn't recruit any of those players, and it took about three or four years for our players to actually come in and for it to transition into what we wanted it to be. So everything in between that was us trying to slap lipstick on the proverbial pig. So, um, from that point forward, I feel like we've been really consistent in who we are, what we are, and what we're trying to achieve. And that's why I think we're now seven years in above five hundred. So, it's, it, I was going to
0: say, sorry to cut you off, Coach. We hear so much about Jeremiah Dickey's impact on the football team and the men's basketball team. But what has uh, somebody like Jeremiah Dickey, Cody Goggler, this, this administration the last couple of years done to help the soccer program?
2: They've totally changed. It's not my program. They've totally changed the department. Uh, the way we talk, the way we walk, the way we carry ourselves, the way we interact with the community, the expectation um, has completely changed in a manner that wants you to do it. You want to get involved with it. You want to find the next thing that you can do to better it for Andy, um, for Gordy, for Leon, for whomever. Um, And that's how Beck looks at his contribution to soccer. So now it's a lot more collective. And I think it's become because he's backed up what he said. You know, well, look at what he's done with softball. Look at what he's done with the football stadium. But look at what he's done with soccer. This is my 11th season. And I've been trying to drive lights into this community for a decade. And no matter who's been there, no matter how good they are at what they do, we haven't managed to bash that wall down.
3: Mm-hmm. And he's just
2: taken the largest sledgehammer you can and destroyed it in 12 months. I mean, it was unbelievable how quickly we got that done. Um, and that's a testament to him, his staff, but also his vision and what he's trying to create here at Boise State.
0: I know I've asked you this before, Coach, but uh, you, tell us about your background a little bit. Coming over from Wales, and I know you coached at Washington, but how how did you? What's the like thirty second Cliff Notes version of your life story here?
2: Fell in love with a girl. <laughs> Essentially, uh, I was training to become a PE teacher in England. Um, I was about twenty years old, and I wanted to experience the states. I've seen enough Rocky movies and Arnold Schwarzenegger movies to figure out that I want to see what this place is really all about, and. Um, when I got out here within a week, I, I fell in love with my now wife um, and we've been married for 20 years. We have two wonderful kids. So back then, um, turning 21, it was what What can I do to be with this girl for the rest of my life? Um, and I got an opportunity to work with a British camp company called Challenger Sports um, and they offered me an opportunity to set up some programming in the Seattle area that led to youth soccer, which led to community college and high school soccer. And I was actually on the men's side at that point. Um, and then following that, um, I got the opportunity to, to work underneath Leslie Gallimore, who'd been working for two decades at the University of Washington. And um, we got together and it was a match made in heaven. What she needed, I offered and uh, what she was brilliant at, I got to learn from. And After six seasons of that, I was really, really fortunate that this job became available. We had a child at that point and we were looking for the kind of community you want to raise a child in and build a family set route and kind of be there. And there's no place better than Boise for that.
0: Well, a couple of final quick ones. I know you got to get to a team meeting or something. We appreciate your time, but uh, folks are loving the interview with the comments here. So I got to get to a couple of these real quick. Uh, you know, we have uh, Tyson Degenhardt has his own show on Bronco Nation News, and he had Carly on uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago, and apparently there was a uh, a comment made there that you don't wear socks. Um, someone's wanting to know if you can confirm or deny that here.
2: Socks got him. <laughs> we're good on socks actually uh so, okay. so i don't I, i've either got to have socks that come all the way up or you can't wow. see them so i don't like this middle ground stuff with socks and i didn't have the right socks one day and uh we're traveling and we all have the same shoes or whatever so carly's looking at me while we're in the airport she goes do you actually have any socks on and i said no i'm not wearing them today um, so her and her mum went, uh, while we were on the road and they went and bought me a pair of those invisible socks, you know, that, make oh, me nice. look like um, so yeah, so I have those now. Uh, thank you Carly for that. And that's for how, Alex, that's how for
0: one day of not having socks becomes yeah. this, uh, rumor yeah. that you don't own socks or don't never wear socks. That's how things that's go when, on social that's media. When, I guess. <laughs> that's
2: when you know, you've got a good team when they'll rip you As soon as there's a crack in the a chink in the armor, you know, they come after you right away.
0: So, uh, Josh wants to know who is your favorite soccer team.
2: Oh gosh, Uh, Arsenal or Man City. I don't support a specific team anymore. I'd be a useless fan if I did. I grew up liking Tottenham Hotspur back when Glenn Hoddle and Ozzy Ardiles were there. Um, But since moving to the states and playing, I always used to play on the same day that they were back in England. So it wasn't like I was going to games growing up um but now as a fan of the league I, I love the premier league and i love the way that man city and arsenal play so anytime they're on i'll just tune in just to learn
0: well i gotta say coach i've never been a huge soccer guy i never played it growing up and uh but uh st louis got an mls team last year stl city and so i've tried to become a soccer guy tried to get into it as much as i can we got the playoffs starting on sunday so i'm I'm ready to go, but I'm, I'm dialed in here on your team first, and you guys got some big games left, big matches left. Uh, final thing for you, I guess, just just the senior night tonight, 7 o'clock. Hopefully, folks will come out and then the Mountain West tournament next week. Uh, I guess just how you feeling about the the team moving forward here? What What's the potential for this team, and, and what's just the outlook here for the next couple of weeks?
2: Well, it's everything now, isn't it? You're at the money end of the season and we have an opportunity to play for championships. And that's what I'm employed to do, to create a program and provide a service for the community and the players to compete for championships every year. So we're following through on that. And tonight's where that begins. Next week, we get to do it again for a conference tournament. And the sky's the limit uh, for this team. They, They play with so much energy and passion for one another that uh, if you watch any of these games, you'll find that we come out one way and then we're making adjustments and doing whatever it takes to win throughout the game. And, and those kind of changes and commitment to changes make us a really formidable opponent. So uh, who knows what the game is sports? Who knows what you're going to get? Um, but I do know that we'll be loud. Uh, Fun, exciting, Um, and ready to celebrate our seniors, but also ready to win a championship.
0: Well, if you haven't had a chance, get out there. Final chance tonight uh, to see the the squad. I brought my kids uh, last week $5 for a kid's ticket. They had a a great time, and uh, we spent well more than that on snacks and food, but they were happy and had a great time. And uh, I I highly, highly recommend folks that have kids, or just in general, or sports fans, soccer fans, get out there tonight, support this team, watch them uh, potentially clinch a Mountain West title. And, uh, Coach, we appreciate you for moving your schedule around and joining us on the show here live and best of luck tonight and next week we've had brandon out there a couple times we're we're trying to give you guys as much love as we can during a busy time of year and and we'll be following uh, the mountain west tournament and maybe get you on again next week or something
2: appreciate that man always got time for you thanks bj
0: Appreciate it. Thanks, Jim. There he is. Jim Thomas does an awesome job as Boise State soccer coach again. uh, Actually, 2013, 11 seasons. Got here right when I got here, and he's done an amazing job uh, turning that program uh, into what you see, a chance tonight to clinch a Mountain West title. Uh, Again, they got the lights. Uh, They're doing a Ton of big things there. They got some big star power on the roster. And uh, my kids uh, did the camp over the summer, by the way. That was a lot of fun as well. Um, And they just do a really good job. And and, um, that's what it's kind of become. You got soccer, you got softball, you got all these other sports that are really becoming, uh, um, you know, elite programs, not just the football and men's basketball, women's basketball. Uh, what Jeremiah Dickey and his staff have done. The softball program is now on the verge of getting lights. It sounds like, and that's going to be a big deal. Um, they're going to host the mountain West tournament next year. Um, you're now, you know, he said he was trying for a decade to get lights. And in 12 months, Jeremiah Dickey got it done. Now the softball program, you know, is getting lights a year later. I mean, it is pretty crazy to think about the upgrades they're making. The new scoreboard allowed uh, at the football stadium allowed the softball program uh, to get uh, new uh, new scoreboard at the softball you know field as well. So, and I know Justin Schultz is very excited about his team uh, moving forward. So, um, there's a, a lot of reason to be excited about all of Boise State sports, and they're hosting the uh, cross country championships as well uh, this week. We'll have. Uh, Brandon Walton out there covering it but uh Eagle Island Park, Eagle Idaho, uh the Boise State cross country team hosting the Mountain West Championships. So, uh get out there if you want to. I know the uh commissioner of the Mountain West Conference, Gloria Navarez is in town. Will be attending uh the uh cross country championships and then attending uh the football game as well against uh, Wyoming on Saturday. So, Commissioner Navarez Uh, will be in town uh, this weekend. So uh, it's uh, uh, 10.15 for the men's race. The women's uh, six-kilometer race begins at 11, and uh, that is going to be uh, the 27th. So that is tomorrow out at uh, Eagle Island State Park, the cross-country championships for the Mountain West uh, here uh, in town. So Sky says, uh, BNN exposure, these other sports programs, so cool. Great job. Uh, BJ Derek, appreciate that as well. BNN's been phenomenal for exposure beyond football. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, for saying there, uh, saying that. Nice of all of you guys to say, uh, and we appreciate Jim Thomas for joining us again. If they win or tie tonight, they will clinch. Uh, I guess they clinch a bye with a tie. But if they win, they are guaranteed to clinch a share of the Mountain West Championship. They are tied with San Diego State for the top spot. San Diego State is at home against a New Mexico team that's not one of the better teams in the league, so you're expecting San Diego State to probably win. Uh, But Boise State can clinch a share of the Mountain West title and a first-round bye in the Mountain West Tournament with a win tonight. So 7 o'clock out at the Boas uh, Soccer Complex. Hopefully you'll head out there uh, and check them out. Let's get to some football talk. Boise State football playing Wyoming on Saturday. The running backs coach, James Montgomery. We had a chance to catch up with him, talk about George Helani's pending return, what that could mean for the backfield. Let's uh, talk some Boise State football. Get your comments, your thoughts in. We'll do it next. 90 seconds. Don't go anywhere here on Bronco Nation News. All Bronco Nation news broadcasts come from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premix premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Spirits, perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is Ropaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out Ropaint.com. Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact rowpaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is Ropaint.com. Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch, mobile, and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU. Dot .com Since 1984, Ridley's Family Markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community. Ridley's Family Markets has 13 locations in the state of Idaho and many more in the surrounding states. Download the new Ridley's app to your smartphone, get savings up to 40% off at the checkout line, and find a location near you at shopridleys.com. Former Bronco Matt Bousher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BousherRealEstate.com. Back here live, Bronco Nation News on the YouTube, Facebook, Twitter accounts of Bronco Nation News. So uh, make sure you uh, subscribe on YouTube. If you're on Facebook or Twitter, jump on over to that YouTube channel. It's just YouTube.com slash bronco nation news and we are in that renewal season with all of our advertisers so if you get a chance to visit one of the great advertisers including the six you see there at the bottom of the screen uh let them know either you know go support them tell their owners tell their whoever like let them know that you appreciate them advertising with bnn and hopefully they're all going to want to continue working with us here moving forward so appreciate all of our advertisers and appreciate all of you guys for checking us out having some fun here on a thursday edition of bronco nation news live Uh, i mentioned james montgomery the running backs coach for boise state he met with the media yesterday george helani i mean we we should be clear here like no one has ever said for sure george helani is playing or how much he's going to play i'm guessing he plays but i'm guessing he might get five or six carries like this is not going to be a full workload in game one for george helani who hasn't played in six weeks but we don't even know for sure if he's playing Andy Avalos said he is practicing uh, someone asked, is he playing? And he just smiled and said, good to have him back on the practice field. So just because he's practicing, I want to make this clear. Like there's been some headlines, some reports elsewhere that like George Helani is returning. That is not a hundred percent known at this point that he is playing. Is he probably playing? Yes. Has a coach come out and said 100% he is playing? No. And honestly, the same thing for DJ Schram. Uh, I've seen elsewhere, people kind of just saying DJ Schram is back and coach Avalos said he's back. No, he he's He's been out on the practice field some. We do not know for sure that DJ Schramm is playing in Saturday's game, and if he does, I guarantee you DJ Schramm ain't playing 80 snaps in this game. He'll be used here and there sparingly in some packages as they work him back into the mix. You will not get a full workload of DJ Schramm even if he plays on Saturday. So I just wanted to get that out there. Be cautious when you're thinking about them getting healthier and getting these guys back. Sometimes being available in practice doesn't always mean they're going to play in the game that Saturday, so they probably will. But just wanted to caution you a little bit. But if George Helani does play, huge news for Boise State in the backfield if they can get George Helani back, not only you know, for multiple reasons. One, as we talked about yesterday and, and earlier this week, you get a chance for uh, you know Ashton Gentry to, to get an extra breather on the sidelines here and there. And it may not seem like a lot, and you may not want to take him out of the game. But in the fourth quarter, if you can keep Ashton Gentry fresh, um, because he had, you know, one or two extra plays off here and there, that could be huge for this team moving forward. So a little bit of extra rest for Ash and Gentry maximizing his carries, I think could be a huge deal. Also another huge deal, no doubt about it is the offense that Bush Hamden designed with both George Helani and Ash and Gentry in the backfield together. We saw that the very first two plays of the season. I went back and watched the game, as I told you guys the other day, and the very first two plays, you had George Chalani in the backfield, Ashton Gentry moving around in motion. They've got a lot of cool things they can do with these guys that two plays into the season they really were not able to do. Uh, On the third play of the season was when uh, George Chalani initially got hurt. I know he came back later in the game, but uh, the game was well out of reach at that point. So. The creativity, the offense that they built, having both George Helani and Ashton Gentry in the backfield, I think if, if George Helani can play, and again, you won't see that for 40 snaps on, on Saturday. But if they can work that back into the mix for some of these games moving forward, I think that's going to be a, a really, really uh, big deal. So uh, let's hear from uh, James Montgomery, the running backs coach at Boise State. Uh, again, first question was about George Helani being back. And he again cautioned, "Hey, he's practicing. We'll see what happens." Here's, uh, here's James Montgomery, Boise State running back coach. And then we'll uh, discuss it here in two minutes.
3: No, nah, it's been good to see him out there. We're still taking it day by day, so he's still getting his rehab in and making sure he's doing all those things right, you know, on a daily basis to make sure that if, when he does get back, we try to keep him out on the field. But it's been good to see him out there on the practice field.
1: What's What's the most difficult thing when somebody's been out for what a month and a half? What do you think the most difficult thing is? In coming?
3: Um, definitely, you got to knock the rust off a little bit and get their footwork, their timing, um, just playing the game in general. Get get all that back in, back in room and then just getting the full operation of the play calls from the sidelines, seeing everything. And we got a lot of different tempos that we're using right now, so just getting back in the rhythm of that. But the main thing that it really does is, when you get guys out, it just puts stress on the guys that are still healthy because they're taking so many reps within practice. So it's been good to get a couple guys back out there, and then we can kind of chop the reps down because it's needed. You know, what I mean, we're getting later in the season now.
0: It hasn't really affected Ashton, at least in the games. The heavy workload you guys have been giving him, it seems like. But <laughs> what would it mean if you could, even if it's three, four, five carries at times, to, to have somebody like Georgia can take that off his plate?
3: Well, definitely. Uh, I mean, we want we want him to be strong going into the fourth quarter so we can finish how we want to finish. But. Um, just having having somebody that we all trust as a program and know that can go in there and uh, have an impact on the game is it's going to be huge for us. But it's definitely going to help Ash out. Just help him out throughout the week. Uh, the past three weeks, with uh, past two weeks with the bye week, and then working into this week, we've been able to take some reps off of them in practice.
0: We heard a lot about you going into the season, getting both those guys out there together. We saw the first couple of plays of the season until George went down. I mean, what, what does that do for the play, and maybe not Saturday if he's still working back, but just for the last month here? I mean, just if you can get back to some of that, I mean, what, what, what does that do dynamically to this offense, you think, to get back to part of the playbook you haven't been able to use?
3: Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to do a lot, but uh, we've done some of our two back stuff. But just with the numbers down so low, we don't want to work it too much, because it would have stressed us out a little bit in the room. But uh, just having them back, we're definitely going to you know, dig into our two back a little bit, and then hopefully get some other guys out there in some different roles too.
0: I mean, there were some games where, or going into the season, I mean, you guys were maybe one of the deepest positions on the team. And there were some games where you maybe had one, two backs suited up. I mean, you weren't you moving guys around me? What's it been like for you trying to deal with all those injuries?
3: Um, I mean, you just got to make sure everybody's ready. But uh, a lot of it's just looking up in the sky and praying, you know, <laughs> hoping that uh, no one goes down. But uh, nah, just keeping everybody ready in all, in all situations and having this pop up. It's really helped uh, some other guys grow, like Breezy's grown a lot. I know he hasn't been on the field that much, but he's, uh, he's grown so much, his knowledge of the playbook and just playing college football in general because he's, got, he's banked all these practice reps. And so I'm excited to see what he's, what he's gonna do moving forward.
0: Well, there he is. We appreciate James Montgomery yesterday for his time. Uh, small media gathering. We had uh, John Wistrow from the Idaho Press and Bob Beeler and myself. And, and that was it. Uh, talking to the, some of the coaches yesterday, we talked to four assistant coaches. All four of those interviews are available up online. Uh, If you'd like to go check those out on the Bronco Nation News YouTube channel, you can hear from Nate Potter, James Montgomery, Demario Warren, and then we're going to hear from Kane Ione in a second. And there was more of that interview, by the way, with James Montgomery, so you can go check that out uh, on our YouTube channel to watch the full kind of seven-minute interview uh, with uh, James Montgomery running backs coach at Boise state. And yeah, there was games where they literally had uh, two running backs even suited up for the game. So he's had to deal with a ton of uh, depth issues. And he came in with maybe the deepest position on the team. Um, but uh, they've had some injuries and some things and, and, uh, but they're, they're getting healthier. And I think Tyler Crow's back in the mix, Breezy Dubar. And you hear what he mentioned about Breezy. Maybe he's not getting a ton of carries, but he likes what Breezy Dubar is doing uh, out there on the team. And so I think that's a, a, a big you know, a big deal, uh, to to get uh George Helani back, to have Breezy Dubar going, have Tyler Crow going, Caden Dudley, to have five guys back there is what they had hoped for when the season starts, and they might finally have that. And don't forget, also, for the first time since the first week of fall camp, they're going to have their projected starting offensive line out there. They've had two young guys step up and play really really well, Cage Casey at left tackle, Roger Carrion at right guard. Um, Cage Casey is locked in as the starter at left tackle. I don't think he's going anywhere, but Roger Carrion, who has started every game at right guard and played really well as a redshirt freshman, Probably not going to start on Saturday because Ben Dooley is back healthy. Garrett Curran is at center. Mason Randolph, who's been hurt, is also back healthy. Um, And you've got Cade Beresford at right tackle. So how good is this offensive line right now? A guy like Roger Carrion, who has started every game and played pretty well. We have not said Roger Carrion's name too many times in terms of guys blowing by him and getting sacked or whatever else. Um, He's probably not starting. They may rotate him in, but he's not starting probably unless they do something drastically. You're you're likely looking at Cage Casey at left tackle, uh, Mason Randolph at left guard, Garrett Curran at center, Ben Dooley at right guard, and Cade uh, Beresford at right tackle. So you've got a veteran experienced, deep offensive line uh, now moving forward, which again, if they rely on the running game, which they really should, I mean, let's be honest here, I, I truly believe They need to go back to what they did last season once Dirk Cutter came in and once Talon Green was in. I think Talon Green needs to play the majority of the snaps, and I think you need to use this three-headed monster with Talon Green, Ashton Gentry, and George Alani and run the football 75% of the time down the stretch here, uh, use your offensive line, use your tailbacks, use your quarterback in the running game, mix in some passes with, with Taylor and Green when you need to. But they they uh, effectively ran the ball very well last year with that formula. And I think for the final five games here, it works out nice that your offensive line is back healthy. George Helani is back healthy. Makes a lot of sense, in my opinion. Lean on the run down the stretch here in these final five games. And that's what Andy Avalos wants to do. He, he's, you know, instructed that to to Tim Blau and he inst- instructed that to, you know, he wants to uh, run the football and play defense and control the clock. And that, that's kind of Andy Avalos' defensive style of coaching that he wants to do. And I think that makes a lot of sense down the stretch here to run the football, uh, take the air out of it a little bit. Don't put Taylor Green in third and long. Uh, let Genty and Halani and Green run the ball and, and see how that works. So that, that's what I would do. I'm not a coach. I don't get paid a, a ton of money, Uh, you know, to to make these decisions, they know more of what they're doing, they know more of what these teams can do defensively to stop them. But looking at the personnel right now that I see with George Solani being back – I would lean heavy on the run, and I think that means Talon Green needs to be in there a lot of the time because Talon Green can do some option, some triple option. He can keep it on the zone read. He can run it himself. I mean, I think Talon Green and those two guys in the backfield, you could do a lot of things and I think have a lot of success offensively uh, down the stretch here. So uh, while while the QB system and while the running backs getting a lot of the talk, one of the, the, you know, arguably the biggest problem on the team this year has been the defense. The defense has not been great for Boise State. The pass defense has not been great, giving up more big plays already this season. I think passing plays of at least 15 yards, and they have all of last season. Um, And the defense has really, really struggled. Kane Ione, the safeties coach, the co-defensive coordinator at Boise State, he talked with the media yesterday as well. Let's switch over and talk defense in 90 seconds. Don't go anywhere. Bronco Nation News is sponsored by Tommy Alquist and Ball Ventures Alquist, Idaho's premier commercial real estate development company. BVA projects specialize in office, retail, flex, medical, and industrial spaces located at some of the most strategic and visible locations in the Valley. Need a developer? Looking for new space? Think BVA. At BVA, we are Idaho's developer. The Nicolason family and SON management have proudly been operating Taco Bell restaurants in and around the Treasure Valley since 1969. One of the first to make a seven-figure donation to the Lyle Smith Society. They've also stepped up their support of Boise State Athletics with the Taco Bell Men's and Women's Basketball Endowed Scholarships. The Nicolayson family and SON management have committed at least $310,000 by 2026. Get more information on their financial support of Boise State Athletics and find information on applying to work at Taco Bell at tacobellworks.com. Lithia Ford of Boise is a proud supporter of Boise State Athletics and the official car and truck of the Broncos. Lithia Ford of Boise supports Bronco student-athletes through NIL deals, including providing Ford vehicles to Talon Green and Riley Smith from the football team and Paige Barsh from the volleyball team. Rain's family purchased our F-150 from Lithia Ford. Couldn't be happier with the purchase. Check out the all-electric F-150 Lightning or the electric Mustang Mach-E at Lithia Ford, and make sure to check out their full inventory of vehicles at LithiaFordBoise.com. The Blue and Orange Store is the perfect spot to get all your gear for your next Bronco game. The Blue and Orange Store has official Nike apparel, including jerseys, shirts, sweatshirts, jackets, hats, and more. Wear what the Broncos wear and get it at the Blue and Orange Store, the second floor of the Boise Town Square Mall, or get free shipping on a $40 order online at theblueandorangestore.com. Back here live, Bronco Nation News, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Thanks for checking us out here. Appreciate it. We do this every morning around 9 a.m. with our various co-hosts, Jay Tust, Mike Prater, uh, John Mallory. Uh, We are currently uh, working on a Thursday uh, co-host situation, so stay tuned. We have some uh, exciting news in the works. Uh, We're not adding to the team, but reshuffling some of the days of the weeks and things. Hopefully, uh, we're trying to uh, iron out some details uh, in the contract. And then we will, uh, and I'm not joking about that. We're just trying to finalize some things and then we'll have a cool announcement about, uh, uh, improvements to the morning shows. And we will tell you about that here as soon as we can. But, uh, for today, you're stuck with, uh, you're stuck with just me. So, uh, appreciate, uh, you guys for checking us out. I mentioned defensively, obviously it's been a struggle. Kane Ione, always a stand up guy, is honest about it. And we had a chance to catch up with him yesterday. Kane Ione, the uh, co defensive coordinator and safeties coach. First question I asked him was um, you know, you've been a little, you know, had a little bit of bad luck, been a little snake bit of time, but you've given up a lot of big plays. You've also played well at times. How do you kind of focus on the positives here to help kind of turn this thing around, the the five-game stretch? Because they had the shutout against, and I'm writing about this for today for Bronco Nation News for subscribers, but the defense was horrible for much of the year had the second half shutout against San Jose, had the first half shutout against Colorado State, looked like they were on the verge of doing some things, and then I think the momentum they had kind of uh, got ignored or forgotten with how they finished that game. Again, giving up some of the big plays and giving up the Hail Mary to lose that game against Colorado State. But defensively, there's been some signs that they've turned the corner a little bit, and they feel like they're very close to putting it all together. Here's Kane Ione, the Boise State uh, co-defensive coordinator and safeties coach.
1: Always have to find the positives. Um, you've got to learn from the negatives as much as you can. You have to, there's no way you can go about life in general without taking from those snares and situations, being able to learn from them and applying those lessons forward as much as you can. Uh, but you also have to find the silver lining, you got to find those positives. You've got to find the ways which our team is growing and developing and, and taking those lessons and, and learning from them as we, as we continue to go forward. So at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, right? That's life, whether it's football or life you're talking about. You're gonna trip up, you're gonna fail. But at least we're we're putting ourselves out there every single day and every single time to fail, and our guys are, are finding ways to apply those lessons going forward. And you can see it, you can feel it. We're getting closer and closer to having that breakthrough game where we play four quarters as a whole team across the board, every facet of it—offense, defense, special teams—we put it all together for four quarters. And when that happens, man, that's going to be fun to watch.
3: It looks to me like Wyoming is significantly better offensively than they were last year. So where are they better?
1: You know, I think. Overall, they're, they're just executing. Um, their quarterback play is very good right now. You know, I think both those guys that have played for them are doing a tremendous job running the show, running their offense, and doing exactly what they want to do um, as far as they're going to be downhill physical run game. Uh, their tailbacks are very good. Their offensive line is very physical. Uh, and their receivers uh, do a good job on the perimeter along with their tight ends. They've got a very talented tight end group. Uh, when you talk about tight ends as far as guys that uh, handle the edges as far as the blocking run game is concerned and guys that are threatening the passing game man, Wyoming has got a, a really good crop of tight ends in that regard. Uh, so I just think overall, man, they're, they're doing a good job of executing what they want to do from a schematic standpoint. And they've got players that are making plays in, in big moments for them as well. Whaley, the running back didn't play against Air Force, but had a really nice season since yeah. transferring in. What's his style? What do we mm-hmm. want to expect from him? He's a guy that uh, can find any little crease. Uh, he's He's got tremendous patience and vision. And when he does find that crease, man, he's gonna accelerate and he's hard to bring down when he's rolling. Uh, he's got good uh, shiftiness as far as making guys miss in space when he needs to. But he's gonna get those tough yards when it's not necessarily blocked the right way. But when it is, he finds that small little crease and he is out. And you can see that against all of the opponents they've played, he's hit some big ones on against some teams. And so we've got to be prepared to make sure that everybody from a run fit standpoint is where they need to be. And then just as important is able to get that guy on the ground as soon as we can. What have you learned about you know, defending a two quarterback system from just watching your own offense <laughs> the last you know, few yeah. weeks? Yeah, well, you know that uh, the hard part about it, especially with our offense in or what we're seeing from Wyoming is those guys, the, the playbook is open for both of them. It's not like they go out there and they've got a different playbook for for one of the quarterbacks versus the other. They've got the open playbook and, and they can do, both quarterbacks can do multiple things and are very talented in a lot of different ways. And so it makes it very hard to try and figure out, all right, well, this guy's in, this is the limited plays, or this guy's in, This now it's... With this one, it's an open playbook for both quarterbacks. Who's in charge of kind of calling out who the quarterback is when they do change it? Is it, you know, is it, or is it just on everyone who's out there to, yeah. to, to realize? It's there? really it's on everybody, but that's a, a big part of, of guys on the sidelines from a coaching standpoint, and guys up in the booth that have the viewpoint to be able to see. All right, coming out of the huddle, coming off the sideline, this, we've got either seventeen or six, and letting our guys know hey, here's what's what's going on. But like I said, with this group who is 17 or six, it really doesn't matter because they're going to do the same as far as their playbook. It doesn't change a whole lot when it's all said and done.
0: When you look at the, the shutout in the second half against San Jose and then the first half against Colorado State, I know the, the, the end of the game kind of uh, made a lot of people forget about that. But do you feel like you guys are making strides defensively and you guys are, are close to being where you want to be?
1: Oh, there's no question. There is no question. We, we have improved, uh, which is what you want to see from week to week, right? From game one until all the way up through week two, three, four, five, and six, you've got to see that improvement. And I think we have, and the numbers will back that up. But at the same time, the ultimate number is still the win-loss column. And that's where we've got to continue to put four quarters together. The consistent play is what we're looking for. Uh, We have not done that to this point, and I'm looking forward to, like I said, all the lessons that we've applied, the small little details that we're continuing to put together every single day on a consistent basis is going to help us get that ultimate number as far as in that win column.
0: Well there he is Kane Ione, the uh, Boise State Safeties coach and again that full interview you can uh, listen to at uh, on the YouTube channel at bronconationnews.com so uh, yeah big big you know everyone's talking about the offense I think we all agree the defense has been a big problem I'm writing about that today um the other thing I'm writing about for tomorrow is I mean as bad as it's been you've heard a lot of these players and coaches say that they know they control their own destiny still and it's I know you know I know a lot of you fans kind of roll your eyes I get it that's fine but they still do control their own destiny. And as bad as the season's been, I think that is a big motivator for them that they are close. They think they're close and they think they still have a chance to do something special here and go on a run. And that has to start Saturday uh, against Wyoming. So uh, I do, I got some more Taco Bell gift cards right here. $25, $20, I believe it is $20 to Taco Bell. We appreciate SON management, Taco Bell for their support of Bronco Nation News. I've got uh, five more that they gave me, so the next five people that are willing to uh, support Bronco Nation News with a $50 uh, subscription to Bronco Nation News, uh, your first year is $50. BNN 50 Deal is the promo code there at the bottom of the screen, BNN 50 Deal, and if you can go on to bronconationnews.com, go click the uh, yearly option, put in the promo code BNN 50 Deal, brings your $70 down to $50 for the first year, and We'll throw in a $20 gift card to Taco Bell, which essentially gets you a full year of coverage at uh, bronconationnews.com for 30 bucks. So uh, one of our best offers we've ever had. So hopefully you'll uh, consider that. You'll consider uh, uh, supporting us for our coverage of all Boise State sports, women's sports, Olympic sports, football, basketball, you name it, um, here at Bronco Nation News. We're uh, hiring, uh, as I said, some freelancers to cover some different things. Uh, Brandon Walton will be out there covering the soccer game tonight. Um, and we're obviously doing some things in football and basketball as well. Abe Jackson, uh, will have a formal announcement soon set to return to the pregame shows that that's going to, uh, you know, be an expense as well. So there's a lot of expenses involved with uh, the coverage that we're trying to do here. Travel expenses heading to Fresno next week. Um, so you guys know all about it. I don't need to tell you, but, uh, we are putting in the effort. We're putting in the investment. And if there was any way you could help support us with a $50 subscription, uh, we would truly appreciate it. BNN50deal is the promo code. And again, you get a $20 gift card to Taco Bell. And for some reason, if you don't like Taco Bell and you'd rather play a round of golf, I'll throw in a round of golf at Timberstone instead, uh, if that's what you would uh, prefer to have for your your, uh, special gift for signing up. I don't think you need a gift. I think the coverage itself should be enough, but you know what? If that's what it takes, some Taco Bell or a round of golf at Timberstone, we're happy to uh, help you do that as well. So uh, appreciate you. Remember, our social media shows here are free thanks to our sponsors. So if you get a chance to get out and thank one of our sponsors, uh, whether it's roepaint.com for the concrete coatings, whether it's buying a vehicle from Lithia Ford of Boise, whether it's having that meal at Taco Bell, whether it's uh, reaching out to BVA to look at getting some retail office space, uh, opening a bank account with Idaho Central Credit Union, going and buying uh, some new Boise State gear from the Blue and Orange store, uh, switching over to our dentist, Dr. Minert, uh, getting that commercial insurance, buying your home from Matt Bauscher and Bauscher Real Estate, uh, United Commercial Insurance uh, for, for the business insurance, all of our great sponsors heading out to Lean Feast to getting some healthy meals. We got Mike Prater turned on Lean Feast now. So uh, obviously, Cutwater Spirits, our studio sponsors here. My uh, my sign came down, so I got to put it back up. But we appreciate Cutwater Spirits. I'm actually heading over this afternoon, uh, to meet up with them and get a couple of new items uh, to give away at the upcoming tailgate shows. So we appreciate Cutwater Spirits uh, and all of our great sponsors. I hope I didn't leave anybody out. But uh, if you get a chance, oh, Bronco Brew Coffee, of course they've they've been getting their uh, logo here on the screen. So Bronco Brew Coffee, make sure you check them out. Uh, helping uh, Boise State University athletics and NIL with every sip. So go to broncobrew.coffee. Check them out. You can pick which athlete you want to donate your money to. And uh, that's a big new sponsor we have here. Uh, We appreciate them. I already said them. Um, Okay, so sorry about that. Um, We are... uh Wrapping up the show and, uh, yeah, Lean Feast, we appreciate them as well. And uh, Dave and them, they do a great job. So uh, thanks, guys, for uh, checking us out today. Again, please go support the sponsors. Tell them you like working with BNN. So when I reach out to them about renewing for a new year, they're going to know that their advertising dollars are worth it and going somewhere. So post it on social media maybe if you get a chance. If you've used one of the products, you know, companies recently, or you go eat or you go into ICCU, maybe uh, shoot us a social media post and uh, tag me on Twitter and something, and we'll uh, show that to the sponsors that it's working. So uh, appreciate all you guys for uh, checking us out. Thanks for uh, the support. 50 bucks. Go subscribe. And uh, we'll be back, Jay Tuss tomorrow to wrap up the week. We'll be a little later tomorrow. We're going to be around 10 o'clock. Andy Avalos is talking at 930. We will uh, get Andy Avalos's comments and then air them for the first time uh, on Bronco Nation News Live around 10 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, so uh, we're going to go interview some players today. Check the uh, YouTube channel later. We'll get some player interviews up. As I said, I'm writing about the defense today. We'll have that at BroncoNationNews.com as well. And then Jay Tuss tonight, tomorrow about 10 a.m. We'll have a recap of that soccer game and give you our final thoughts as we get set for the game uh, against uh, Wyoming on Saturday. So appreciate all you guys for checking us out. Have a great rest of your day. Bronco Nation News team is still alive in the uh, Survivor contest, Circus Sports Survivor. We're in the, we're actually in the running for the uh, millions contest as well, but uh, Circus Sports Survivor. Our pick is in. It's going to be the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers against the Chicago Bears. Sunday night football. And, uh, again, if we win... You get, a, you get your uh, one-year subscription renew, uh, renewed to you. We're going to give back your money for for the next year uh, if uh, if we win our, the Survivor Contest. 86% of the pool is already gone. It went from 9,200 down to 1,200, and uh, the, the Bronco Nation News team is still alive in the Survivor Contest. So make sure you check out Circus Sports uh, for all your uh, gambling needs, and if you're in Colorado or Illinois or some of the states where they have the legalized uh, online app and gambling, you can use their app. And uh, if you're uh, in, obviously, Las Vegas or Nevada, make sure you check them out. Circa Sports, Circa Resort, and Casino. And uh, more details to come on uh, some of the things we got planned for the Mountain West Basketball Tournament coming up uh, as well. So appreciate Circa Sports, appreciate you guys, and uh, have a great rest of your day. Check bronconationnews.com, go subscribe. We'll talk to you later. Bronco Nation News Live here at Bronco Nation News, all of our social media channels, and online, bronconationnews.com.